Welcome to Adult Fluent. I'm Kizzy, your host. Some say being an adult is like folding a fitted sheet, trying to make sense and order out of something that wasn't meant to be perfectly folded. The goal of the Adult Fluent podcast is to make your learning curve of life easier so you can become adult fluent and not only fold that sheet, but breathe easy knowing you don't have to have all of the answers because no one does. So you are in luck. Our guests include those who have appeared on Tiwa Gary V, an Ivy League professor who started out as a rapper, a podcaster with over 3.5 million downloads a month, a successful movie actor, TikTok influencers with 1 million plus followers, those who've battled depression and won, and real estate investors with tips to create a real estate portfolio from nothing and more. If you'd like to learn how to become adult fluent from real people with real stories and with real tips, you're in the right place. Otherwise, you might as well stick around because you've come this far. Let's get started with the episode. Hello everyone, my name is Kizzy Dominguez and today on our episode we have Wysak Sabu. All the way from India. Oh my gosh, we are so no, excited to have you. Yes. So how are you doing? I'm doing good and I hope all the listeners are also doing awesome. <laughs> same here. I hope the same for them. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Uh, I come from the southernmost state of Bharat, also known as India, from a state called Kerala. So it's also known as God's own country because it's full of trees, coconut trees, greenery everywhere. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So I was born there, uh, but my father worked in a Gulf country in Qatar. It's near Dubai and all. Oh. So most of my childhood I have spent over there. Wow. Then I did some of my, I came back here for my education engineering and uh, I completed that and then I did a master's in psychology. And then uh, I left all that and I now I'm doing YouTube and videos on yoga and meditation. That's that's like the story in brief, <laughs> like in a glimpse. How, so how, like, how did you get from, you know, engineering psychology to like YouTube videos on yoga? Yeah. So like, like it goes back to again to my childhood. Like, uh, so the thing with like India is like, you know, kids need to study a lot there's a lot of focus on studying like i think just like it is like law school and something in america it's engineering it's either engineering or going for doctor like you have to be a doctor as it's like a big failure in life (laughs) so like from a young age i had this pressure of studies and all but uh, i wouldn't blame only the uh, pressure of studies like there are a lot of kids like that who love study so in a way like i did not like studying maybe that's why but because of this pressure of exams and all, I, you know, I had this sadness within me from a very young age. So I didn't notice it first. So, so initially what happened was like, I wanted to play, but I had to focus on studying a lot. But once I noticed that when I showed that I'm a little sad, I was allowed to, you know, take a rest and not study. But for a young mind, I think it was kind of like a positive reinforcement, you know, showing the sadness more and more. And I didn't notice that it shifted more into a depressed kind of state. Like I was more into spells of sadness. I could not focus on anything, neither playing, neither studying, nothing I could focus on. So then um, I met a few psychologists. They said it's okay, like counseling therapy and all, but nothing worked out. So finally I was taken to a psychiatrist and in Qatar only I was studying. I think maybe I was in my eighth standard or ninth standard. So I'll be around 15, 16 years old by then. 
so they said it's like it's okay it's like there's a chemical imbalance in your brain so that is the reason you know why this is happening and uh, they gave me the me- medication on as prozac they're supposed to be very good so i had that and uh, initially i felt very good like very good in the sense like that uneasiness went away but i was feeling now when i look back at it it was a numbness i couldn't feel anything actually <laughs> like neither happiness like when something bad happens i'm supposed to feel bad right right <laughs> but yeah yeah that's being human but the medication took that away from me i think so at that time i liked it actually because i did not want like i never like crying or feeling you know not in control but the medication gave me that feeling of numbness at that time i liked it but within like 3 uh, months i had my first seizure like a side effect of that like fits kind of thing i had i was watching a movie with my parents in a movie theater and i just next time next thing i remember i am in the mri scan with a very splitting headache Oh my god. So, yeah, yeah. But uh, when we talked to the doctor they said that no it can't be there must be something in your genetics or something like that you know it must be something like that. <laughs> so the doctors are saying so <laughs> we can't but my parents were like no it can't be till now so many years he didn't have anything so suddenly it flared up. So I left my studies over there because of that I left my schooling and I came back to India and uh, there we met another psychiatrist like who is supposed to be the best in India. he said it's because of the medications over there it's a high dose but in india we give lower dose so they just shifted the medication to some other drug called ipacot but my underlying issue of this anxiety stress so many things were going on within me like right. like as a young kid i had so many questions and you know so much seeking yeah. but uh, but in the indian families i think you know it is like that or maybe it is just me i don't know like my parents were super good like uh, they have provided me everything like good food clothes everything that anyone can ask for very loving parents but somehow something within me was also longing for more so i came back here still on a lot of medications you know i had two more seizures by then even on the medications on india yeah but the psychiatrist was still saying it's not the drug they would change a combination of drug they would say this they would that and along with that i have started having anger issues if someone would say something in school i would get pissed off i would get angry for very silly reason <laughs> wow yeah and i studied in a boy school like in qatar it, i was in a boy school so when i came back to india it was a mixed school with women so i did not know how to be with women also so I was like what is happening you know i was such a confused state and there was no one i could ask to so many things are going in that young age my hormones were flaring up but i was told to look at all women as sisters so many things were happening and doctors are saying it is because of chemical imbalance so and by that time i somehow finished my school uh, like uh, in qatar i was like one of the top students and when i came to india i was like just passing just like i was getting marks in digits <laughs> but i did not care i was just somehow managing it through right and then i went to engineering yeah i got a, like a management seat that is like i couldn't pass the exam so my parents had to buy me a seat in india it works like that you can you know when you like there are certain seats that are reserved for people who can buy a seat so so i didn't care like i did not have any ambition or dreams i was like i just need to you know i'm fed up with everything so by the end of the time like a uh, there was no hope actually like i was told by my psychiatrist that you know i cannot drive a car i cannot swim i cannot travel anywhere alone because i had three seizures by then because of the side effect okay. and once you have three seizures it is said that you will have it for lifetime you have to be very very super careful and you have to be on the medications permanently wow. yeah yeah 
so at that time this, this thing happened in college uh, also so teachers were like i was sleeping in class for 12 15 hours and they were like you are lazy they were scolding me a lot but i was taking so much medication side effects but i couldn't tell them also because it's a big stigma in india actually like you know you can't say like you're depressed and you're taking medication so i was in a confused state like when when my teachers are scolding me i know i'm taking these drugs but i cannot actually tell them the reason also and no one is also telling them for me so it wasn't like i know i am not a bad student i am not like telling them i am not trying to you know disapprove them or anything but they are taking me like that so finally one of the teachers you know uh, came and talked to me and he said there is actually a psychologist why don't you see him so mm-hmm. like uh, there yeah so because things were getting so much of an issue my parents came to the college and talked to the professors like he has such an issue so that is why he is like that because it had reached such a point like i had to leave kind of college they were all like against me but i was not doing anything much <laughs> so it was that kind of it so then they told of a psychologist like that so i thought yeah let's go and see anyway i did not have much hope i am taking all the medications i'm not able to do anything so one more person let me go and see him so when i went and told him that's the first person who told me like you know you do not actually need him medications like even without medications you can lead a regular life like it is not needed like you are just having some issues of your childhood i did not trust him because till now all the experts i have seen the psychiatrists had told me that you know medications are the way and i also believed that so but somehow my life had come to a standstill at all what the hell let it be so i decided to take the therapy from him and uh, some process means he was giving me some you know mental relaxation exercises and therapy and all and i did that and within 3 months i had cured of all my medications like things which i had been told I had to take life long they were all taken back and i was like whoa this is awesome like how how can this be yeah. <laughs> no one had told me so i was in the state that finally i got my life back and actually i got like a lot of my life back i was super happy but from my young age i always had this thing that i wanted to help other people like i wanted to, i was always looking for something to help others because i was always suffering i thought my thing was if i help others i'll find happiness within myself that was the thing within me so i thought this was a good thing i have i'm going through depression i came out of it so i can help people so it was since a psychologist to help me that's how i decided to become a, you know i thought this is the path forward like being a psychologist <laughs> yeah you know i can help others and you know tell them about the you know medications it's not fully needed little by little you know there are other alternative safer options also mm-hmm. so that's when you know i decided to become a psychologist i was working i just i somehow passed my engineering because i was okay and uh, i was working in qatar for 6 months but that longing within me was so much that i could not you know be in my job and i somehow had to you know do something because it was just not me doing something in engineering i i always liked working with people and being with them something like that so that's how i went i joined for a um, masters in neuropsychology in gujarat which is also another state in like northern part of india okay but at that time i thought i had everything like psychology is the thing i am super happy like the world is mine to conquer i am going to do this but there i went there i fell in love with a girl and that breakup was super hard. <laughs> and the breakup was very hard on me at that time i was neither on any medication i knew all about medication but still i went back to my old depressed state like very fast very super fast like i even had a little bit suicidal tendencies and all that's when i noticed like i i was i have always been very honest with myself i think because at that time i i was like this is not it like i didn't still try to hold i think this is not it like if if psychology was so good 
so purple it is helping a lot of people it has helped me but mm-hmm. just because i didn't get a girl that i wanted if if i can go crashing so much that means there is i am still you know just bullshitting myself that i am happy and all so i was like totally almost i had quit college but somehow within 6 months i recovered but still that quest within me somehow was there like what is it what is it is happiness so hard is this pursuit so hard but i somehow forgot it like life just came about things were happening uh, by that time I, i i started reading since that breakup happened i started reading a lot about men's style how to impress people how to talk well you know okay. what is the best way to dress and i noticed that works in the external world the way i dress the way i talk the way i interact with people all people started loving me i started getting a lot of friends and that brought a certain joy within me and i somehow forgot that breakup and uh, i completed my psychology degree and uh, in order to practice i needed a mphil in india you need an mphil in clinical psychology so that i can actually practice okay. psychology so i wrote the, am i boring you no <laughs> no wrote. you're not boring me this is no i love that because it's it's in, it's intriguing you know like the not only just amazing you know mm-hmm. how you how you've transformed but just the whole about the practice about you need this affiliate i mean a, a affiliation link yeah please feel free to ask any question like in case no no you were be... saying you were saying like what is what does that mean because i have a i have a psychology de- degrees but like yeah. what does that mean like what what does that mean this link or this thing that's needed so emphil like employee if i attend the emphil masters in philosophy will i get a license from the authority to practice actually so i was writing that exam this is something that i dreamed of like you know i needed that so i wrote many exams i couldn't crack but finally i cracked and when i got the email from the college saying that i got admission yay i was i no that was the thing no. I, i was lit, i was literally shocked i was like what the hell why did i get like instead of being happy i became more anxious wow. <laughs> um, yeah it 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 all it was such a like i i was working so hard for it and i got it and i was not happy i was like is this what i want <laughs> like and again i went back all into that anxious and depressed you know state so much like uh i couldn't i went back into such a state that i needed my mom beside me to go out out it, it became to such a state so at that time i i'm a voracious reader i i used to read a lot of books spiritual books self help books um you know about psychology about psychiatry and i was reading a lot of books western philosophy and all that so that is when like uh, you know this concept in eastern the concept of yoga about having a guru of him initiating you into practices i have never been a believer of that i was like this all fake stuff and uh, yoga i had done yoga in my when i was a kid <laughs> that yoga was like when it was time for me to play my kid my dad would send me to yoga class and i, and I would hate it it was like i would hate it. i literally hated yoga <laughs> that was the kind of guy i was but these things were not working for me and in one of the books i you know i read about this person known as sadguru and that he has a yoga center in coimbatore mm. and that it is a place of self transformation that you can come there and there is also something known as dhyana linga over there dhyana linga is supposed to be an energized form <laughs> one of its kind so i was in such a state that i thought you know maybe okay like i i had be- i had been an atheist my whole means a lot of my life but then these confusions came i was like i was i became skeptic like like how can i be an atheist maybe there is something more like 
there must be there's a big creation so yeah, something has to be there and i do not know whether god is there or not there but mm. so i thought whatever let me i thought so much issues were coming so i thought i'll go and stay in the ashram for you know three days few days and check out what it is and you know when someone in in india if a kid goes and tells to their parents i i'm going to the ashram they think i'm leaving all family life and going <laughs> i don't know how it is outside <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> because that is the whole idea an ashram means that's that's the image that pops in people's mind that you know uh, you will no longer marry you will leave all your family ties and you're going away you will shave your head bald you will go super vegetarian <laughs> so that is the idea <laughs> so i didn't care i was like i have to go there like this stuff is not working this world this i'm having all the material pleasures i have everything that someone of my age wants and i'm still not happy so something is not working i am I'm, i'm able to do the course that i want my father is giving me a lot of money to do whatever i want but if i'm not happy what is the purpose of all of this so i convinced my parents i told them i'll come back i just want to go and stay there so so i i booked the room over there and i went there so an ashram means typically in my idea it would be a small place which would be dirty with a lot of monks sitting and meditating that was my idea <laughs> but when i <laughs> but when i went there it was not at all the case it was a super awesome place like but I, i i did not think it was awesome then and all like i just went for because i needed to be happy so i thought i would find something over there mm. so i went over there i found it peaceful i went and sat in front of that dhyanalinga which is supposed to be an energized form and I, i didn't feel anything i was like what the hell i came all this way and i'm not feeling anything <laughs> so but i i switched off my phone i spent 3 days over there i had vegetarian food physically i was feeling a little better a lot of my issues were coming down but i wanted something with which to work out in the world i did not wanted to be a monk or anything like that i did not want to leave my you know I wanted something with which I can live in the real world do whatever is needed help people or whatever it is so I came back from the ashram to my home but still something within me slowly started coming so at that time one of my friends who had already been to this yoga center isha foundation he had done a lot of courses over there he he was a hatha yoga teacher that is he is someone who teaches the yoga imparted by that foundation mm-hmm. so he told me there's this program known as inner engineering so why don't you attend it he told me So I was like ah oh, okay what, what what's the harm like anyway it's uh, it's just a program let me go and attend it so uh, when i registered for it i noticed that it was just 10 meters away from my home until now i didn't know it it has been there for a very long time but i didn't know it so yeah one thing that i would like to say like when i went to the foundation it was not the vegetarian food or the ambience that touched me there's a certain place where a lot of people sit and do yoga and when i sat over there there was something different to the kind of practice they were doing it was it was something like i need something of it it's like like you know when i go for, when i see some like uh, some kind of music festival or something in a tv i'm i it's like it's the me i want to be at that festival that kind of feeling in a multiple form i felt for the practices they were doing that is something that i never thought i would feel when i would see someone practicing yoga like the intensity with which they were eyes closed they were not talking they were just on 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 and there was like what is what is happening what is there something but no one was telling me what this and i'm like what is it so then i came back home uh, yeah actually in the ashram i ended up shopping a lot that's what i did <laughs> like there is a store so i ended up shopping and then i came back so this inner engineering program i registered for it and it's a seven days program so 
like i just need to be over there three three hours and then i can come back home so i i left my phone and all in at home and i went for the program and uh, i sat over there and in the first day there is this introduction class where they talk about happiness and what we are searching and somehow within me i was like i have i have reached my place i have reached my destination where i need to be like all these questions somehow there was this within me a voice was telling me like vishak all your questions are going to get answered you just do what is being asked of you so for the next 7 days i just did whatever was asked of me there were certain processes were going on certain videos certain you know simple things were going on and uh, on the fifth day like in inner engine program we are initiated into a practice known as shambhavi mahamudra it's a yogic practice a 21 minute practice which we are initiated into so on the 21st day uh, fifth day of the of the seven days of the program i got initiated into it i i was feeling okay it was not something super blissful or anything i was just right. feeling okay yeah just yeah normal yeah something is there like my legs went numb sitting because i have to sit in the meditation for 21 minutes so my legs had gone numb and i was like oh when is this going to end but still i was like good something i something is there mm-hmm. so beautiful things were going on like lot of my questions were getting like in the videos many of my questions whom, which i used to ask to my parents to maybe read from scriptures everyone would say some kind of belief or some kind of moral code or anything no one would actually say what the truth is like this is what it is like this it's as simple as this and in the course all my big big life questions were just getting answered like that like that oh and i would be like what the hell this is so easy and why didn't i come out think about it before till now i have been so much complicating my life so these processes were going on and on the seventh day there is something that happened like there is something in the video they say and suddenly i started crying like for uh, i start i just cried for one hour like i felt like like someone like actually took away all my pain in that one instance it just went away it just went away like that and i was like what what just happened like it is an experience that happened like it just happened like that and to understand i was not doing any big thing in the class it was just simple practices simple videos but it's like it's like i think like a Uh, there is a dish in india called biryani it's it's a very famous indian dish it is made of very simple materials but at the end when my mom makes it it is super tasty but when you look at the ingredients it's very simple so it was like that like the small ingredients piece by piece by piece and in the end it was like an alchemy like it just hit me and uh, and i knew this was it like this was it and and uh, that day i came back home and i was eating my food and i like what just happened like because till then my brother's wedding was happening you know i was supposed to arrange everything i had called my friends and i was so depressed and anxious like i was not able to call my friends like what will they think of me so many things are going but then my friends used to call me and tell me like hey man we won't be able to come for the wedding and i was not getting angry at them because i had booked rooms so i'm like oh that's okay man you must be having some other thing no issues i became so chilled out like nothing was bothering me like even when this well, like outside situations were the same my parents were the same my friends were the same i still had to go to the college for the degree everything was same but i was super chilled out like i was just it is good it is the way it is like everyone says like you know be in the moment be in the moment don't be in your past in the future right but no one tells you actually how to be in the moment but now i was exactly in the moment and i knew how to be there so it like the future like what will happen in the college was not bothering me the past of my breakup 
nothing was bothering because i was just in the present accepting everything as it is so that's when it happened and uh, at that time um, i went to i went to like uh, i went to youtube like it's, it's the inner engineering program and i thought like i was someone who used to review like even if i had to buy a mobile i would check for review mobile review <laughs> so when i checked for this program's review i noticed no one has put a review oh like yeah no one has put a review of the program and the one review of it is of a guy walking in the himalayas if anyone sees that video he will think this is some fake stuff he would never go for the program i'm like <laughs> why is there no review of it so that's when i decided to you know uh, like i had started my youtube channel actually for promoting awareness regarding psychiatry and you know medications might not be needed there are alternatives but then i thought maybe medications are needed but if i have found something like this which has worked for me it might not work for everyone but there might be some people who might associate with me and who might be willing to try like i should just spread the awareness that there is a tool like this whether it will work for them whether they want to do it or not is their own choice but it works for me so i need to tell it so at that time i joined for my mphil college i was making videos but this longing within me was so much that i was like i had to do it i had to do it that i quit that course within 3 months and i came back home so leaving a course and coming back home is not that easy like you know parents they have spent so much money and uh, it it was a big struggle in the beginning like big struggle like i thought i had to leave my home and all but someone i just i just stuck with it like that's why i love gary v because he cuts all the bullshit he says if you got to do it you got to do it there's no other way like and at that time i didn't know gary v but within me i knew i need to do this even if i lose my life this needs to happen and i was willing to let go of all my pleasures my home it was not that i wanted to leave like i definitely would like to live in a very good home eat good food yeah. <laughs> do the thing yeah, yeah. but that was more important for me and more importantly finally i was happy mm. the external things were not determining this like even like i was a guy like i needed so much luxury i needed to be in a, i needed to live in five star hotels i needed a car to drive in but when i became truly happy i could see that i didn't i did not do so much shopping i i even if i did not have a big place to stay in, i was totally fine i could live in a small lodge because now the happiness was within me so i could enjoy the stuff more if if there is a luxury stuff i'm enjoying it more i'm actually able to enjoy things around me more so that's how like i started you know posting these videos and slowly slowly a lot of people started watching it started connecting with people some of them did the program and there like the main thing about my video is like uh, i talk about all this in one of my videos my depression and taking this medication because what i noticed is like most people say they are depressed but they never talk that they are taking a medication or they come out of it yeah. so i personally feel that message they are not able to convey so easily and i wanted the raw story out there nothing like people should see me as i am if today after the practice somehow sometimes i feel sad sometimes i feel anxious and i post it like i never say that you know i'm 24/7 happy because that's not the case with me also yeah. so i think that connects with a lot of people and some of they they see okay maybe this guy is telling and we can try it out and a lot of them have it has helped them so in that way i feel really really fulfilled like uh, and that's how the journey is going and i'm just keeping at it like that yeah i love this i love the fact that you that you not only shared your your journey to happiness but that you found what works for you yeah and that 
it's not black and white. It's not unhappy or happy. Yeah. It's just, but at least, I mean, you're, you're such a better place than you were before. I mean, yeah. that is, I mean, that is tremendous because so many people struggle with being unhappy yeah. or they do what they think will make them happy. And you, you didn't do that. You've, you've figured it out. And where does, so one thing, cause you mentioned Gary V. So yeah. talk to us about discovering yeah. him. I think you may have chatted with him. Yeah. So I was putting out videos on YouTube. Like I used to put like from initially only my goal was like, I need to put out videos no matter what. So I used to put one video on YouTube per week. That was kind of my, like my pattern and maybe two to three posts on Instagram. And I thought, oh, I'm reaching a lot of people. I knew about Gary V from a person known as Paul McGregor. He's also an, he's on Instagram. He's like, I told you, you know, I used to follow men's style and all. So he's one of the YouTubers who used to post content, but he's someone who also faces depression because his father had committed suicide from a very young age when he was very young. So he used to provide support. Like I was in one of his Facebook community for people who was going through depression. So during that time, when I had not done this program, it was through that Facebook community where I could share my feelings and everything, which was a big outlet for me when I could not talk to people around me. So once or twice in his feed, I had seen Gary V, but I was not following Gary V. I was like, yeah, who is this? It just, I just skipped off like that. Like I did not explore into Gary V, but it was when I started posting content so much that once Gary V popped up somewhere, I think it was in my, on my in podcast. I started listening to podcasts and then Gary V says, Hey guys, there's a free deck. It's on my birthday. You should see it. I'm like, what is this free deck? So I went to that free deck and I think my content just transformed after that. He talks about a filler content and how taking parts from it. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Why did I think about this before? It was like that Eureka moment in that inner engineering program. And I feel, okay, this is the truth. Finally, I was like, this is the truth of social media. And I was here thinking about likes and subscribers, but this is the real deal. If I want a message to spread, this is what it is. And from that day I have been on it. Like I used to, I, I hated TikTok till then. I was like, TikTok is for kids. But that day when I created an account on TikTok, I would just take a video and I started posting. And uh, that's how like uh, Gary V came into my life. And till then I have been like, you know, consuming his content. And it really helps me in posting content because content came in India is still a, like a very, you know, everyone still is like, okay, who is this? That kind of level. So someone who's doing it, it, is, it, it keeps me motivated to... Because posting so much content once in a while, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Is this the right thing that, you know, questions keep on coming within me. So Gary is someone with a lot of clarity and, you know, he knows what he's doing. So when he talks about the things, I can see that it's not simply bullshitting, but he knows the stuff and he's actually doing it on a day-to-day -day basis. Yes. I like people like that, you know, who talk and do the thing also. Even if they don't talk, they do the thing and Gary is someone who is doing it. So it really, really, like, I really feel attracted to him. And I feel like, he, like everyone talks so bad about social media, but uh, the way Gary Vee sees it, it is a very powerful tool. Like 10, 10 years ago, like if I had to make a phone call, I needed to go into a booth in a very shady place in India and make a call. But now I can just sit at my home and message videos. Right now we are doing this because of yeah. technology. So it is just us humans who need to upgrade ourselves, our technology. So then others it's 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 good like if we are more conscious we can decide whether we can we are addicted to it or decide the time 
so that's why i love gary v and uh, that tea with gary v happened because one in one of his teammates has also you know uh, been in this is uh, a volunteer uh, means whoever has done the inner engineering program we become like a we are called volunteers we we can volunteer for the foundation we, we are known as meditators generally so one of the persons in uh, gary v team has also you know done the program so i had done a podcast with him long back when i had started making podcast after listening to gary v so when this tea with gary v came uh, tiktok got banned in india tiktok got banned in india because of that issue so i as i was like what do i do now so i wanted to ask this to gary v so i asked him like uh, how can i ask this to gary v so he's a very awesome guy raghavarnana like a super awesome guy he could have just told me like you can uh, tweet it on twitter but he was so kind that he you know he took it to the inside team and gave me an early slot to be with tv gary so that's how i got into tv with gary and it was like a big moment for me like i've seen gary v yeah. and um, yeah so it was like a super awesome moment for me i, I literally like i written questions but i totally forgot <laughs> i was saying happening something so <laughs> that's what happened and and so what did what did gary say to your question yeah gary gary said like i talked to gary was I, my main question was tiktok but gary said like just before i could ask gary with the question reels had come out instagram had released the feature reels so awesome. gary said that's how it is like you do not get dependent on one platform you just make your brand and even if one platform shuts down the people who love you will anyway find you if you are constantly putting out content and that's what i also noticed like right now i am working super hard on my podcast like no one is watching it no one is viewing it Uh, the, it's not good, but I don't care. I'm just posting daily, daily over there. I'm just being an early adopter, like he says. Like you know, like like when YouTube had just come out, you know, it was all cat videos. But Gary Vee was putting wine videos. Similarly, with podcast, I'm also you know just posting it, posting it. So uh, that's how it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I th- think that's tremendous. I mean, it's especially for giving your story. and just how it's changed you like you can just feel i can just feel your energy i can feel how happy you are and how nice and how centered and you know undisturbed you are and it's in you know the the viewers they will come because it's you know one thing gary talks about his 10 year journey and and it's a message that people need to to hear they need to hear hope so many are hopeless that is very true like i see so many people like because at that time when i was hopeless i wish there was someone who could have guided me like there is something like this that's what i basically try to do in my like it's still with people who are struggling with you know depression anxiety i personally am someone who has experienced it so i feel someone who is going through the same they can connect with me so whenever i say put out myself i never say that i am a psychologist or anything i do not want to come from that place i say that i am someone who has gone through it and because uh, Yes, psychologists definitely help a lot. It is a psychologist who actually helped me taper the medication. But I want to connect from people from a different way. Like I feel because I always feel a story has a big power. Like even in a movie, like the Marvel movies are so good because each of the characters has a backstory. They have superbly worked on. They did not start the end game like that. Each of the characters has a super backstory, and that's why the audience. I I love the characters. so similarly i felt maybe my my story is just a regular story but let me just put it out but what i realized is a story need not be super extraordinary if i can just put the story the way it is then it is good in itself it's it's my story and that's that's how it needs to be i need not add any spice to it or take out something if i can just put it out as raw as it is it is good and uh, 
I did not know all of these things then. I just put it out. <laughs> but now watching Gary V, I realize like by some random chance, I did all the right things. <laughs> yeah, you did. You definitely yes. did all the right. Yeah. You definitely did all the right things. Well, you know, I have a, a question before we get to the the fishbowl portion. Okay. So, how often do you um, practice yoga? Is it daily? Is it multiple times a day? Okay, the, it is daily. I practice my yoga. Like uh, I practice around three to four or five, four to five hours of meditation, yoga, everything. Yeah, it, it is not like that. Initially, it was just twenty-one minutes. The practice we are taught in inner engineering just takes thirty to forty minutes. So that I just need to do it twice daily for an initial forty days because it's kind of a system which the body needs to get body needs to get acclimatized to it after 40 days i just need to practice it once okay but then there are advanced meditation programs which isha foundation provides um there is a program known as bhava spandana then there is a program known as shunya which is a 15 minute meditation where you can experience nothingness like uh, something like that oh, wow. so then then there is some programs known as hatha yoga programs <laughs> These are more of the class, like whenever someone thinks about yoga, it's all about getting into, you know, shapes and, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. but yoga just means union. So the idea of yoga is like, everyone talks about, you need to be good to people. You need to be nice to people. I'm someone who has, who has been given a lot of moral values, like be good to others, be nice to others. But what Sadhguru says is, and see, no one taught you that these five fingers are yours. Like my parents didn't teach me, but if someone comes to hurt these five fingers, I will definitely protect it. Either I'll beat the other person or I'll run away if I'm not strong enough. But no one needs to teach me that be good to your hands, take care of these fingers. Similarly, even if for a second, if you feel that Akka, you are a part of me, if he's a part of me, not intellectually, mm -hmm. but experientially, then I will always do the best for the other person. Mm. There is no longer any need for morals, values, or being good or being bad. I will always do, if I see him as a part of me, not see, experience him for a brief moment, then I know it actually exists. So the whole idea of yoga is not the physical postures or getting into noodle-like postures. The whole idea is for you to get a glimpse of that. So the way of the postures is one of the ways to reach that. Mm -hmm. So in like in, in this uh, Isha Foundation, we provide Hatha Yoga programs. That is Ha means sun, Ta means moon. So the Hatha Yoga means uh, when we do this, uh, practices on a regular basis we align we sync ourselves to the cycles of the sun and the moon oh. like the way our body has evolved on this planet is because like the moon is at a certain distance the earth is at a certain distance so we have this kind of body if it was a little more away we would have had a different kind of body yeah so these postures are designed in such a way that we get more aligned towards that so i have learned most of these practices so i keep up these practices on a day-to-day -day basis so it is like uh, it grounds me a lot it it just like it just gives me that energy to you know function in the like the kind of activity i'm doing right now posting on youtube this that going out doing that i would never have been able to do that three four years back i would just crash like yeah, um, yeah. one of the main things is like i used to be a super non-veg eater like i had to have chicken daily my mom used to say one day you'll wake up and you will you know say something like that <laughs> so but after these practices the cravings have dropped i still have non-veg but it's no longer a compulsion like the chicken does not drive me if i want i can have so that freedom has come within me to choose whether to have or not 
so so that is how the practices are going and it definitely helps me a lot but even when the days i'm feeling very low i sit and do my practices and uh, like earlier when i used to feel depressed i did not know what to do like should i watch a movie should i do something should i call my i did not know what works exactly i would do so many things but now i have a solid process which helps me stay silent and wait like the quality of waiting has come within me like earlier i was always trying to get out of my sadness but now i'm like if i'm sad i'm sad that's okay yeah. right now it is like that let it be like that right now if i'm depressed let it be like that next moment it can be a million different things so why why be in a hurry to be happy so that waiting has come within me like i wait i do my practices maybe it takes a day maybe it takes two days maybe it takes a week but let it take and that waiting actually makes me happy more fast since i'm not in a hurry to be happy the happiness comes faster now so that's how i do it i love that i love that cuz it's so important to experience the emotions yeah and we want to get out of them like oh i just want to be happy and sometimes yeah. it's it's nice to experience the sadness or the anger and yeah. happiness and because it, it allows you to appreciate it even yes. more you appreciate yeah. it, you can actually experience these emotions well i have a mystery question for you oh, yes what is that what is it fish bowl, fish bowl oh. with no fish. <laughs> no fish. i think i'm gonna use this hand today i'm just i'm pulling out two and I'm messing up the set as always. Okay, yeah, I have two yeah. questions for you. Okay, let's see. Okay, first one is, what is your hidden talent? Hidden talent? Oh, hidden. Hmm. I hidden talent means like uh, like something, my hobby or something like like. So. Yeah, like something you can do that nobody knows you can do. nobody knows that i can do like or oh. maybe it's kind of funny or like like some people are double jointed yeah. or like they can sing and like <laughs> they can like juggle or... oh okay there is like oh my god i do not have like a hidden talent like whatever like uh, no i can't think of anything like that was a very fast question <laughs> <laughs> that's okay what let's let's do this Let me get okay. No, but I'm thinking like that's a question like no one has asked me. That's why I'm like thinking, do I have a hidden talent? Like I'm really thinking. Like I I dance, but that I've put it out in videos. I tried to sing, but I do not have a good voice. <laughs> I'm a bathroom singer, <laughs> but I still don't mind singing. Like I'm very shameless. Like if someone asks me to sing, I sing whichever song I remember. Like <laughs> all my talents are out in the world. but they are not getting appreciated. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So, growing in appreciation. So, yeah, I think one thing is I read a lot of books which most people don't know. I read a lot of books. Like I love reading. So, and uh, um like it does not it need not be spiritual. I read novels, I read love stories. I don't know whether it's a talent or not, but it's just something that I love to do. So, I like reading. I like being with myself. Most people think I'm always outside, outgoing, but I like spending time with myself, being alone. You know, just doing something, going alone. That's something that I like. That's perfect. Yeah. I think that's be that's that's perfect. I love that. What does it mean to be an adult? Oh, I think 
I think the true sense of being, I think in the world, being an adult means being super serious and uh, uh, everything. But for me personally, being an adult means uh, to just be like a kid. <laughs> I think that sounds contradictory. But to do all the things that is necessary in the world, to be responsible for everything, but to still enjoy a butterfly and run with it if possible. That is like for me being an adult. Like not to escape from society, but to maybe if it's earning it is earning maybe it is doing things for parents or family or for society like doing whatever is needed but yet i can dance in the rain if i want i can run with a butterfly if i want and i think that is like being an adult for me and that is what i try to keep within myself i enjoy just maybe it's just walking barefoot in the soil maybe when the rain falls just going out and you know just drenching in the rain maybe it's a kid seeing them and you know maybe showing him a stupid face to the kid so I never take myself too seriously. Like no matter what I am doing, like maybe I'm helping a lot of people, I'm doing things. I always tell myself, Vaishak, this is nothing. Tomorrow morning you might not even wake up. And that's actually a fact. Like tomorrow I might not wake up. So do whatever you can. And uh, you know, whenever I think like posting these videos, sometimes I get so hard to post so many videos. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? This, this existence is so huge. I'm like a super, super micro, micro, micro spec. And uh, my thoughts, what whatever nonsense maybe I'm doing on YouTube, it actually in the larger scheme of thing, it doesn't matter. But it's a big privilege that I've been given. So just enjoy it while it lasts. And so that's that's like being an adult for me. I think it's excellent. I think it's, yeah. it's giving having that freedom, and yeah. you know, you just got to keep going. You know, you, yeah. it's you. It seems like you're micro, but I don't see you as that. <laughs> it's you know, there's you know, it's sometimes you know, I I think of like like a plant where, you know, it starts out kind of small and maybe it's there and you know, it's there all of yeah. a sudden a little bit of time goes by and you're like, Oh my gosh, it's like a bush. <laughs> like I thought it was like a house plant and it turns into a bush or it's like a tree. And I'm like, what am I going to do with this? And <laughs> I think that's what, that's how life is. And that's exactly what will happen for you is before you know, it, you're going to be like, Oh my gosh, all this is blowing up. I mean, <laughs> all it, that's, that's all it takes is some time. You know, there's so much, there's so many people in this world, right. so many people in this world, and they need what you provide. You know, you give that hope and you give that peace and many people don't have either. Where are the fishbowl? Take one more question of the fishbowl. I feel so bad I didn't answer one question. I feel so bad I couldn't answer my hidden talent. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pick up a here. Okay, let me get you a where this one is no that's fine i don't really have many hidden talents mm -hmm. oh what is your favorite food that's a good one ah uh, it'll be so bad but uh my favorite food is my like i told the biryani my mom makes this chicken biryani so that's still my favorite food <laughs> it's still good. yeah it's it's um it's very good you should have it like yeah chicken biryani. <laughs> that sounds good it's still I, my favorite. I love indian food and i would um yeah. I would love that. Indian food is very spicy. It is like a lot of dish mixture comes in, but in the end, it tastes something different. Like <laughs> we won't be able to know what the hell ingredient went in, oh. but it still brings brings back to our home. Like no matter how which, like the smell of the food brings back us to our home. Oh. <laughs> it is that addictive. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on here. How can people find you? What is your YouTube channel? What is your um, Instagram handle? Where can people find you? 
like gary we said i'm on all platforms so you can type <laughs> vaishak sabu just like my uh, on youtube that's my channel name uh, on instagram i have the handle at vaishu90 v a i s u 90 linkedin is vaishak sabu uh, podcast also you can type in google you will find me twitter also it is at vaishak sabu 90 so uh, you can find me if you just search for me uh, so thanks to some grace it's happening very beautifully for me and thanks to gary vee's awesome content that i'm also able to put it out and thank you so much kizia it's been really great you know having this conversation with you like i hope i was able to add some value to the listeners oh, and you know of course yeah of course i hope like like uh, i see like there's a lot of seeking within people like uh, i just want to say to people don't believe all the bullshit that i just now said like i hope it opens up something you know like just this one thing that uh, i tell people like uh, whatever you know you say you know whatever you don't know you say you don't know then a lot of things will open up that seeking will happen automatically to know what is truth rather than believing any certain ideology or anything if you just say if you know something you say you know if you don't know you say you don't know that has worked for me actually like whenever i know something i said i know it if i don't know something i would say i don't know and that is what has helped me find a path that has worked for me and i hope uh, you know this uh, technology maybe you might find yoga useful because it's a very powerful technology it is not ascribed to any religion or faith it's just like a mobile i would like to add it's just like a mobile like a mobile like iphone was found by steve jobs but a hindu like me can use it a christian can use it a sikh can use it anyone can use it only if i know to use the technology so yeah. yoga is just like that you can be an atheist you can be a believer you can be a disbeliever but if you just use it it will work for you and uh, it's as simple as that <laughs> well i appreciate that thank you yeah. so much thank you namaskaramka yes <laughs> thank you for listening to the adult fluent podcast hosted by me kizzy thanks to our special guests for sharing their story as i know you found it valuable help us to continue to share our message by practicing s r s which stands for subscribe to the adult fluent podcast review an episode and share adult fluent with at least two of your friends or two people you kind of like by subscribing to the adult fluent podcast you will receive the latest episode to keep you inspired and adult fluent until next time remember everything is possible